This is a Federal News Network podcast. Many federal agencies have been gradually reopening over the past month. Agriculture, energy, and in some cases, the Environmental Protection Agency have been at the forefront. USDA and energy are already well into phase two of their plans, but what comes next poses uncertainty and anxiety for employees at some agencies. Phase three is the point where nearly everybody is expected back in the office. For why all the worry, we turn to Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. And Nicola, let's begin with some of the concerns expressed by USDA employees primarily through their unions. Yes. So we have heard specifically from one union and the National Treasury Employees Union actually does represent some employees at USDA, specifically the Food and Nutrition Service, their national office based out of Alexandria. And what we heard from that union is that the phase three plan just poses too much uncertainty considering that under phase three, most employees are expected back at the office. Now, initially, USDA told its employees that July 6th would be the earliest that they could possibly enter phase three. And USDA has since told us that they haven't released a phase three reopening date. They didn't say when it would be, but they have said that they will always give their employees seven days notice before entering a particular phase and asking employees to come back to work. And so what NTEU is specifically concerned about is a couple of things. For one, they're not sure how child care accommodations, high-risk individuals, maybe high-risk family members will be handled in phase three. I spoke with Daniel Klein. He's the president of this NTEU chapter representing food and nutrition service employees. And he says, as far as they know, whenever employees get that notice to come back to the office, that's when employees are supposed to raise their concerns with their supervisor. And if it's seven days, I mean, Tom, that might not be a lot of time to resolve issues of child care, you know, especially if employees are asking to telework longer than the agency really wants them back. Sure. And it's not like some private employers, many of which are saying, come back if you feel comfortable coming back. This is you got to come back. We'll give you seven days to figure it out. Right. And we've even seen some agencies uh, allow their employees to volunteer. I mean, the IRS was really big into telling their employees that it was up to them to make decisions about how they wanted to proceed. But now I don't know that that's necessarily the case. And the other concerns that USDA employees have here is just some of the logistics about having a mass amount of people back into some of these offices. I mean, as we've talked about before, Tom, you know, many of the buildings, they have social distancing signs, masks are required at USDA facilities, and there are also limits in the elevators. And for some, and we'll get to this with the EPA too, those elevator restrictions are really going to cause some problems. If you have a two-person limit in your elevator, you might be waiting for a long time to get to your desk. And that is what the Food and Nutrition Service employees are concerned about. And in a reopening document that we saw from Food and Nutrition Service, you know, they acknowledged there might be wait times and you might want to talk to your supervisor about adjusting your schedule for the elevators, which I think for employees (laughs) just seems untenable, I guess, at this point. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Yeah, well, at least they're not in the Empire State Building or something. We'd have to make a reservation a week in advance. And you mentioned EPA employees have concerns. What are some of those? Well, you mentioned a high-rise building, Empire State Building, but at the EPA, some of these regional offices are in 
20-story buildings yeah. in downtown city offices. You know, we heard from Region 5 employees. They work out of Chicago. And, you know, they're on the 18th and 19th floor of a high-rise building downtown. And the concern is, again, if you have a two-person limit, how in the world are we going to get up to our offices within a reasonable amount of time? You know, one employee said that management said, well, maybe you should take the stairs. I mean, <laughs> that might be a lot to ask if you work on the 18th and 19th floor and your workforce is largely over the age of 45 or 50. You know, those are, again, some of the concerns that we have heard from employees. And many of the concerns from EPA employees are very similar to what I heard from USDA employees. Not a lot of clarity about how telework will be handled once they get to phase three, whether they will be allowed to continue teleworking if they have children at home or other dependent care responsibilities. It's a lot of the same kinds of themes. I guess we can point out that these are beyond just the sheer health concern of being with people and in close proximity and whatever measures there might be. But the elevator, child care plans, transportation, those are all practical considerations outside of the health worry. They are, Tom. And, you know, we heard from some EPA employees, the American Federation of Government Employees actually organized a, a call, uh, a Zoom town hall kind of thing with reporters where employees expressed their concerns. You know, one person who has been working out of the D.C. headquarters the entire pandemic pretty much said she only feels safe because her employees are not there. Her coworkers are not there with her. And she's really concerned about when more people start to come back, how she'll feel about that. You know, she said she's over the age of 50 and there, you know, are health concerns there. You know, we also heard just a general sentiment of what is possibly the rush and just a general sentiment of things have been going well with telework. Why can't we just maybe continue to telework if there are just so many logistical concerns, especially with those elevators about getting to your desk and starting work. Yeah, I think an 18-flight set of stairs would be pretty tough to do day after day. I once ran a race that was up in those days was the Gannett Building in Roslyn. Now it's, uh, I guess, Northrop Grumman in that tower, up the stairwells. And that was the toughest thing I ever did. It was much harder than running 10 miles on ground and running up those stairs. Anyhow... <laughs> What about oversight? I mean, Congress is starting to look into some of these oversight plans. And what are you seeing there? So Congressman Jerry Connolly asked the inspectors general at the 24 CFO Act agencies to look into these reopening plans. And we've heard that some IGs are, in fact, going to investigate. The EPA IG has said it will investigate. Just earlier today, I saw Connolly tweet a letter that he received from the OPM IG that they will investigate reopening at OPM. So there is, you know, some uptake there. The other thing I would point out is that AFGE is planning to bargain with EPA over reopening at some of its facilities. And this has been an ongoing spat, I guess you could call it, between EPA and AFGE over reopening. A lot of disagreement about what negotiations should look like, what formal briefings were and, and how information has been exchanged. There's just, I think, a lot of um, animosity, perhaps you could say, between those per two particular parties. All right. So there is progress, I guess. But in some ways, this whole thing is getting old, isn't it? In some ways, yes. I mean, I think the unions are concerned because of the anxieties that some of their employees bring up. And some of these reopening plans 
I will mention one other thing, Tom. Some of these reopening plans are very interesting. I'll point out one from EPA. And this this may make you laugh. It made me laugh just because it was it was kind of baffling. Some EPA regions have a bathroom policy where they're allowing they're only allowing one employee to occupy a bathroom at one time. And I'm looking at a EPA reopening document. And as they describe it here, if you would like to use the bathroom, they say that you should write your initials on the sticky note, bring the sticky note with you to the bathroom. If there's a sticky note on the bathroom door, you know that it's occupied and you can't enter. And when it is available, you should put your sticky note on the bathroom door and then take it with you when you leave. And it's things like that, I think, that have the unions <laughs> just perplexed about the rationale behind some of these moves. Imagine waiting two hours for the elevator, and when you finally get upstairs, you got to go. Then you got to wait two hours for that. This could be problematic. People have to bring galvanized buckets, I guess, to work. Federal News Network's, <laughs> Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of her reopening coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.